Welcome to the St. Andrew Sunday Morning Sermon Podcast. No matter who you are, where you've been, what you believe, or whether you even believe at all, you belong here. So, about a month ago, about a month ago, I set out on a solo hiking trip covering a trail that spanned roughly 10 to 12 miles. The weather was beautiful, and I was in need of an uplifting experience, feeling emotionally burdened, I often find solace and comfort in the solitude and natural surroundings of such an outing. And initially, it seemed like a good idea, until it wasn't. Yeah, about halfway mark, about the halfway mark, that's when I realized this might not be a good idea, because at that point, my body felt heavy as my unsettled spirit. The trail became increasingly challenging with its steep, rocky, rough terrain, Far from relaxing, my adventure felt anything but. So I paused to catch my breath, and I noticed something just just to my right. A small, solitary flower growing from the rocky soil. I, I don't know why, loved ones, but it struck a chord with me. It struck a chord with me, and I recalled a quote from the great Paulo Coelho from his 1987 book, The Alchemist, one of my favorites, a quote I had noted in a journal. It simply reads, the simplest things are also the most extraordinary things, and only the wise can see them. At that moment, I felt compelled, rather, to offer a brief prayer of gratitude to God for reminding me of the beauty that exists even in the tiniest of things. And I know it sounds silly, maybe a little sentimental, but I just sat there for more than a minute and stared at that little flower. Such a little thing. Such a wonderful gift at just the right moment. This unexpected encounter left me feeling refreshed. And I rose to my feet with a newfound sense of appreciation and a heightened awareness from my surroundings, and with a renewed spirit, I continued my journey. You know, I think we're conditioned to appreciate and venerate grand things in life, are we not? Significant concepts, expansive projects, substantial finances, large institutions, and prominent personalities. Society often tells us that these are the things, the driving forces behind our world. You need proof? Well, just look around. Look around you. Everything appears monumental right now, does it not? The dazzling lights, the music, the bustling crowds, the multitude of faces in our sanctuary, all of this emphasizing the grandeur of this moment. Now, please, please don't misunderstand me. Please don't misunderstand me. I adore it all, every aspect of it. I love it. The food, the lights, the music, the decoration, everything is splendid, magnificent, and immense. It's wonderful because everything changes during the Christmas season. Have you ever noticed that? And rightly so, I think. Things just look different this time of year because all of creation, with intent or accident, recognizes perhaps that when God put on flesh, everything changed. And look, our reading from the gospel according to Luke today is itself an enormous complex story 
While it is familiar to most of us, it is a long and wandering narrative with attention concentrated first on Caesar, and then on Mary and Joseph in their journey, then on the birth of a child, then on a manger, then on shepherds on a hillside, then on angels, and then back to the shepherds on their journey. And at last, we're left with those shepherds again proclaiming, and poor little Mary sitting there pondering, I think, the meaning of these strange but ordinary events that have taken place. It's a big big story and the profound impact of all of those events. It's not something that can be grasped, I think, in a single day, a year, or even a lifetime. I mean, just consider the vast scope of the narrative, which doesn't just span from Caesar and his opulent palace to a destitute family searching for any shelter they can find. No, 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 no. It extends all the way to heaven. And the celestial angels themselves declaring, Gloria in excelsis Deo, they say. Well, I don't know if they said it in Latin, but they wrote it in Latin, so that's what we got, right? Doxa in euphistois Theo, it says in the Greek. Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace and goodwill to all. All of this proclaimed to common shepherds, announcing the birth of a Savior, the layers of the text are numerous and complex, offering us an abundance of wonderful facets to uncover and explore. And yet, it's not the vastness or the grandeur of the narrative that captured my attention over the last few weeks, if I'm honest. I felt like after all these years, I was missing something. And then it came to me, as if in a, a whisper, the thing that I had never really thought about. And it's the simplicity of it all. The simplicity of it all. Because everything swirls around one tiny thing. One simple thing. A child is born. That's it. A child is born. On a night not unlike the one we will experience tonight. On the other side of the world more than 2,000 years ago. A child was born. And I thought about that quote again. The simple things are also the most extraordinary of things. And only the wise can see them. Indeed, more than two millennia ago, the world largely overlooked that pivotal moment in human history when the entirety of God's glory manifested in the tiniest human form a newborn baby, an infant, nestled in a simple manger, accompanied by two humble parents, a few animals, all situated in some obscure, out-of-the-way village named Bethlehem. Loved ones, it doesn't get any smaller, any simpler, or more profound and magnificent than that. And have you ever noticed that more often than not, it is indeed the small details that hold the most significance in our lives, whether for better or worse. A simple act of kindness or a few words of encouragement have the power to completely transform our day. And conversely, even the smallest act of unkindness or criticism can easily derail it. Losing just one piece of a jigsaw puzzle, missing a single turn in directions, are forgetting a minor ingredient in a recipe. All these things can significantly impact the outcome of all of our effort, efforts steering them towards success 
or disappointment. It's in these minor, subtle, and easily overlooked aspects. The things that are often understated and underestimated that truly shape our world. The late Reverend John Claypool once remarked that history turns on the slenderest of hinges. And to validate that wisdom, one need only reflect on how the tiniest of viruses brought the entire world to a standstill, forever altering our work routines, our worship practices, our travel habits, and our social interactions. Like I said, we've been taught to admire and even worship big and grandiose things and are led to believe that those things make the world go round. Yet Jesus, surprisingly, taught about the improbable and hidden power of little things, a mustard seed, yeast, children, one lost coin, one sheep that wanders off, the least of these, and just one cup of cold water for the little ones. In the film adaptation of J.R.R.'s token's splendid book, The Hobbit, an aged gray wizard named Gandalf is questioned by a high elf about his selection of Bilbo Baggins, a hobbit, to accompany him on a colossal quest. Hobbits, often referred to as halflings, are depicted as small and modest, unpretentious little creatures in Tolkien's universe, and the elf queen queries the wizard, why? Why the halfling? And the old gray's wizard's reply is deeply insightful. He says, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Some believe, he says, it is only great power that can hold evil in check. But that is not what I have found. I have found that it is small things, everyday deeds of ordinary folk that keep the darkness at bay. Simple acts of kindness and love. Why Bilbo Baggins? Perhaps it is because I am afraid. And he gives me courage. I'm not sure about your experience, but I've certainly found this to be true in my life. Small acts of love and compassion, generosity selflessly given, and everyday acts performed by everyday individuals truly contribute to the functioning, I think, of our world. Many moons ago, I'm not going to tell you how many. I received a little gift. It was given to me by a very special lady. It's only a small, unassuming box with gold wrapping and a tiny little bow under a note. And there's a simple note from the giver. On the top of the note, it reads, This is a very special gift, one that you can never see. The reason it is special, because it's just for you, for me. And upon opening the note, it reads, Whenever you are lonely or even feeling blue, you have only to hold the gift and know that I think of you. Now, you must never unwrap it. Please keep the ribbon tied. Just hold the box close to your heart, for it's filled with my love inside. Signed, Grandma Mary. Such a small thing, a little, wonderful, priceless thing.
My beloved grandma still reminds me from heaven every single year that with that little gift, the Christmas season is really all about one thing. It reminds me of my calling to be a servant of the church, my purpose as a follower of Christ. I miss her often and I am so grateful every day for everything that she passed on to me and my family. So I offer it to you. May we all take a moment to remember that the very best gift that we can offer this Christmas is our love and our compassion to everyone. It may not seem like much, but remember a little thing can truly change everything. And loved ones, I see it every day. I stand before you as a witness. I see it every single day here at St. Andrew, and it is a privilege to witness, and it makes my heart sing. Gloria in excelsis Deo, I say to myself. Glory to God in the highest. Why? Because it is God's presence made tangible, and it gives me hope, and it gives me courage. And my heart responds and sings in recognition of that with gratitude. Volunteers that show up every day to sort groceries, organize books in an alcove, work on the landscaping outside, and even clean the very spaces which you now occupy. Gloria in excelsis Deo, I say. Congregational care ministers from our care team who make calls to people, send letters, offer comfort and kindness to those who grieve and bear heavy burdens. Glory in excelsis Deo, I say. Individuals who welcome visitors, usher people and guide them through unfamiliar surroundings, musicians who enrich our worship experience, AV technicians and those volunteers in the back who work tirelessly behind the scenes, bus drivers and individuals offering food and welcome to family and friends at a reception after a memorial service. It goes on and on and on and all my heart can say is Gloria in excelsis Deo. In our society, often centered around dramatic events, there's a misconception that only loud, visible actions make a big difference. However, the reality is it's these small gestures, often noticed and remembered, shaping the world and our community in profound and mysterious ways. The warmth and light they shed give us the courage, I think, to keep going on, to keep moving forward, and they remind us that we are not alone. Now, I'm not naive. I get it. I understand that all of this might appear a bit idealistic to some, especially considering the current state of affairs in our world, yes? There seems to be an overwhelming amount of darkness and uncertainty, and I acknowledge all that and the work that needs to be done. I comprehend how the presence of turmoil and unpredictability troubles our world. It leads us all into feelings of anxiety and confusion. However, I would remind you that amidst the idyllic hallmark moment portrayals of the story we just heard and often see in sentimental expressions of that little ditty, we shouldn't overlook the shocking nature of God's incarnation as an infant born outside the town to an unmarried couple. I believe it's important to contemplate how they might have felt experiencing fear and uncertainty due to a very unexpected reality. In fact, the only reason why they are there in Bethlehem 
is by order of a Roman oppressive government to be counted for his census, which, by the way, was only being taken to legitimize raising taxes on an already overburdened people. Oh, but there's more. A message delivered by an angel. Yeah. A baby conceived by the Spirit. Okay. Guidance provided through a dream. Yeah. And an uncertain journey toward an unknown future in a very turbulent town. All that was there. And still, a child was born. And a mother wrapped her little newborn baby. And a father watched over his young family. And a light burst forth into the world. Everything, everything changed. Such a little thing. As we ponder that evening so long ago and marvel at that little infant, we find that because of Christmas, the smallest things in life have become the weightiest things of all. Because of Christmas, dear ones, we know the truth, and that is that the world really does turn on the slenderest of hinges, which means you, every single one of you, matter. And even the smallest act of love and mercy and kindness have the power to change the course of history. Shortly, darkness will envelop this space and a simple ritual will unfold. Each of us will grasp a candle, a little bitty candle, and one by one, in the most straightforward manner possible, we will extend our hand and receive a flame and pass it to our neighbor Through this act, the darkness will dissipate and lightness will envelop us all. Such a simple yet incredibly impactful gesture, I think. Beloved, embrace this moment. Think about it. Abide in it. Remember, you possess a gift to offer, a light to impart every single day. Proceed from this place with the knowledge that your love and actions hold significance. Take the light that has been given to you by Christ and give it away. It doesn't take much, I promise. Always remember small acts of love really can change the world. Go forth and spread the love of God to all people. For I bear good news. A light has come forth. God is with us. Gloria in excelsis. Dale. Amen. Thanks for tuning in to this week's podcast. If you'd like more information about our church or our vision to eradicate social isolation and disconnection by practicing the faithful presence of the incarnate Christ, please visit GoStAndrew.com. See you next week.